Hello, everybody, and welcome. <laughs> welcome to another Thursday night edition of The Heart of a Villain, the podcast and live stream devoted to the bearded villains worldwide brotherhood. And then lives, they're changing all over the world. Hey, guys, it is the first week of July. We are into July. We hit the halfway point of the year. It's hot almost everywhere. And uh, what can you expect? What can you expect? Halfway through the year. Uh, this is episode 182. We're going to try to have a lot of fun tonight with this episode because we're going to be talking to three northern brothers from up in Canada, eh? Talking about Beards for Bucko. I'll be bringing them in in just a few minutes. But first, I want to say thanks to everybody for all their kind words and even some uh, not-so-kind words <laughs> and some some words of uh, disgruntlement and uh, disagreement that have come through since last week's episode uh, that's going to be uh, part one of what will be two uh, when we start talking about those heavy, heavy issues, those topics about you know BV and has it changed and we had a great conversation last week, and I think it was really fun to not only carry that conversation on and start something there, but it was fun to see certain people making comments during you know during the actual podcast. But also, people reached out and made other comments after the fact about you know you didn't we didn't, we need to talk about this and we need to we need to address this and I completely agree with this and you know. But it, that's that's to me that's what this is all about. That when we get onto these topics like that, I really love the conversations. I love not dumbing it down. I love the fact that we can have a very thoughtful, engaging, powerful in in many ways conversation about some heavy topics and uh, that cause us to not only it's not just talking about stuff. It causes us to think. It causes us to have to look kind of inside at what we are doing, not only as men, but also as your chapter and see what you guys are doing, but also and to see what the the Bearded Villains Brotherhood as a whole is doing and see what we can do to make things better for the future. And um, this, I mean, we're only, you know, as a club, it's, you know, only eight years old. Infancy, really, in our infancy. And many of the, many of the chapters are much, much younger than that. So it, there's learning curves, and there's going to be stumbles. There's going to be all sorts of stuff that goes around with learning how to address certain issues, some topics. But most importantly, I think one of the big topics that came out last week was that we have to we have to be willing to set aside our own ego. We have to be willing to set aside all those prideful feelings to realize that, you know what, maybe we don't have all the answers. And especially if you're in a leadership role within a chapter, there's going to come a time, and maybe for some of you, a time has passed, um, that you realize, hey, you know what? It's time for somebody else to take the ball and run with it. And I'm okay being a soldier. I'm okay being a, just another guy in the chapter. Uh, but if if you're not growing, if you're not allowing ideas, then you're fostering a negative environment that will cause your chapter to fall. So... Uh, we're going to get into part two of that sometime in the future, maybe next week, if we can make that work. Otherwise, it'll be in an upcoming episode, and I'll make sure I alert you guys to that. So um, the reason we're pivoting and not doing part two this week is because there's a big event going on up in Canada this week. And this is, a, I'm telling you, what, I'll bring these guys in, and then I'll compliment the hell out of them. Uh <laughs> because this this thing was so much fun for so many different reasons uh, in the first year that I went to it last year. And uh, looking forward to I did not think I'd be able to go to Bucko this year. Beards for Bucko is what I'm talking about. Up in, well, I, I guess we're calling it Fort Erie um, up in Canada. That's where I'm staying anyway. Um, but, yeah, just such a great time. So I want to go ahead and just welcome in uh, three Badass brothers that are taking us home, taking care of what we got going on. They're part of the organizational committees. This is three different chapters coming together for this thing to put this this event on, and they've got help from all over the place. So I want us to welcome Joey, Richard, and Chris. I think we got all of them here with us today. Are we all here? We're all here. <laughs> all right. I also got Tyler with me. He's been. Uh... 
crucial part of the, the planning process. What is up, Tyler? <coughs> so, guys. That's what you think? Uh, man, I first of all, I gotta say, and I and I was I was saying this in the beginning, um, that that event last year I think it goes up there as one of, if not my very favorite event from last year, um, because, <coughs> excuse me, thank you, because, thank you, because of the different nature and the way that you guys ran it, and there was so much going on. It didn't matter if you didn't care about the beard competition. It didn't matter if you didn't care about this thing going on over here. There was always something for you to do. It's It was spread out enough, even though it felt like it was tight at times, it was spread out enough that you had you had brothers to go talk to here, brothers to go talk to here. It was, it was just so well run. So kudos to you guys, big time. Thank you. Thank you. So... Uh, as I scramble across my tickled throat when I'm ha- I'm having a coughing jag, of course, happens every once in a while when you start talking crazy and you just go, you know. But um, I don't know who I don't know who wants to how we want to. Uh, I, we may have covered this last year, but um, if somebody can kind of if one of the three of you, I'll let you 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 start. Uh, whoever wants to uh, talk a little bit about how the the idea came about to do Bucko in the in the way that you guys did it last year and that you're continuing it on, um, how that kind of thing evolved. I, I know we 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 did touch on it briefly last year, but let's remind everybody why is Bucko Beards for Bucko such a different event and what makes it so special. I think oh, I think it started around we had to evaluate how the first Bucko went down before COVID. And we did see that there was a lot of just free time. There was everybody like you were mingling. You're still getting around talking to everybody, but it was just it was just more. You were just waiting for something else to happen, waiting for the beard competition. Uh, so adding in something extra, something to give you uh, some more enjoyment while you're just hanging out. You know, you're still able to socialize, meet everybody else that's there at the event, but now you've got some other things that you can do, and even earning prizes for it. You know, I just gave it that extra. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Joey, tell it, tell it. He's hinting around at it, but just <laughs> go ahead and describe, Joey, if you don't mind. What exactly is it that 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 sets this thing apart? Why is it so different in the way that it's organized? Well, I mean, something that differentiates us from the rest is a lot of the times you'll have, you know, just your beard competition with some vendors and then there'll be, you know, a raffle prize, some other stuff. So last year we decided to take a turn on it, kind of flip the whole event on its head. It was something that's never been done with BB. Um, uh, big shout out to Chris and Toon from our chapter who came up with this idea for kind of like a demerit badge. So just like when you were in scouts or girl guides, you got to do different challenges to earn these patches. And, you know, we've got, we had some crazy stuff last year. We brought some stuff back. We got a whole lot of new stuff this year that uh, Chris Tyler and I came up with along with the other organizers. So, you know, it's kind of, it creates where you're not just there for the comp and socializing. It gives you something to do because you, you want to get that sash and you want to have all the badges and you want to get the one that says you got all the badges at the end. Yeah, it's such a cool idea, Chris. What what is it? What is it that made you come up with this idea? Um, was it just a brainstorming session? Uh, honestly, um, it uh, it all started off with uh, uh, it started off with uh, Tune making a a patch design that was very like um, themed around a camping, and like the, the his skull had like a little uh, scout's vest on. And that just kind of like flashed an idea. I'm like, what if we just lean into this whole idea of, of camp? Uh, we're raising money for, for kids in camp. So uh, let's lean into that idea uh, and make it like a big camping event. So that's how uh, Beards for Bucko was born. We uh, also needed to figure out how do we make a little extra charity money outside of just admission price and uh, the price for the... Uh, for the beard comp. So now when you got guys earning these demerit badges, they're actually paying to play the games to earn these badges and actually creates a lot more income for the charity. Yeah. It's I'm telling you what, it was sneaky smart. And, uh, and it was 
deceptive in kind of a funny way because nobody realizes how much money they're spending. <laughs> I mean, you go there and you're like, I, I want to be on this. I want to, I want to play this. I want to do this. I want to, I want to play this game. And you, before you know it, you've just shelled out a whole ton of money for charity, but you don't feel bad about it. And it, and it gives you a way to do that without second guessing yourself. Cause a lot of times it's like, well, this part of it cost $30 or this cost, you know, the, and that big chunk at once. But when you're just putting out little bits and pieces here and there, and then you've had fun all day long, you don't even care. You don't miss the money you, you, and you know that it went to a good cause. Yeah. And uh, using this system, we uh, we more than doubled what we raised from the first bucko. Um, so it, it did prove out like to be you know worth the while, and um, it, we proved how uh, generous all the villains out there are that wanted to get, earn their demerit badges. Also, all right, so let's talk uh, the, the the badges. Um, and I know Richard's got some of them over hanging over his shoulder. Uh, that looks like the one from last year, correct? Or is that this year's? Okay, not last year. So I know I I did not get all of them. Uh, because I just I wasn't I wasn't one of the guys that just said I have to have all of them. So I did some of the events that I knew that I would be able to stomach, and others that I wouldn't. Um, I'm not much on the hot sauce, so that was never one that I did. And um, I know I was I did one that turned out to from what most people said turned out to be the worst thing in the world was the hops <laughs> in a lot of people's eyes. Um, I. What what is it? I mean, how did you guys come up? Did, did you just like think of what's the craziest things that we could come up with, or you know? So what, how did that yeah, come out? For the hops, the hops bite was actually uh, I uh, I don't want to say stole, but borrowed from when I went to uh, Biro de Mayo in Ohio. Uh, I went to the first one with a couple guys, and they had a thing where it was at the end of the the event. One of the people from the brewery came out and they're like, hey, here for a dollar, goes to charity. You got to take this hops, put it in your mouth and chew it and not spit it out or throw up. And uh, I was like, you know what? That was really gross. It was a terrible idea. But the money went for charity and we, we got to up the ante because we got everybody to do like a spoonful of hops, which for the people that did it, know it was it just immediately dries out your entire mouth and it just it was not good. But, you know, it's for a good cause, and it was something fun. Uh, it's not coming back this year. Uh, hot sauce, the one you didn't do, that actually isn't coming back this year either. But we got a lot of new ones, uh, and like I said, some returning ones, which is going to be good. Yeah, I had, I'm had. I'm a hoppy, hoppy, hoppy beer drinker, too. I love those you know, Imperial IPAs, and, I mean, give me all the hops in my beer. And I, I just figured, oh, this is going to be cake. I've, and I'd never actually chewed on an individual dry hop before you know that and so i'm like well these they look like grape nuts it can't be that bad but it was like instant i've never had my mouth feel so dry so fast um it's it it was amazing how fast that stuff works it's it's almost like medical some sort of medical thing that happened but um yeah so so crazy so crazy well um Let's let's do this. Um, before we get into the, you know, let's let's quickly do the breakdown of what's going on starting tomorrow, and then we'll break down uh, the new stuff, the individual parts of the day, uh, and talk about the new badges, the new games, the new things that are coming into play. Uh, we'll we'll get to those after we just let's just do a broad broad spectrum run over the day or over the weekend, and then we'll get into the minute details. Uh, so who wants to give me the, the breakdown of the schedule for the weekend? Uh, I can start with the Friday. Okay. And, uh, Richard, Chris, you guys can take it. So, um, Chris for those decided, that don't no, know, he doesn't want to be actually, around. <laughs> yeah, Chris, Chris is, went on Chris a walk about still doing a lot of last minute stuff. Yeah. It looks like he's there uh, at the, <laughs> that's great. Okay. I'm not sure where he is, but I, I, I spoke to him earlier. I know he's doing a lot of last minute stuff. Okay. So, go ahead, Joe. Uh, for those of you that don't know. Uh, we moved venues this year. Um, we had a lot of fun at Brimstone the last two times. We just felt that we outgrew it, so we wanted to get uh, a bigger venue. Now, in saying that, we actually still are working with Brimstone. So tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, uh, they're actually doing like a nice 
food buffet for us. So there's going to be some, uh, they have a smoker there. So house-made pork, pork, some coleslaw. Uh, they've got the, I think the Hawaiian buns or sourdough buns, uh, some salads and stuff. So that's going to be at uh, seven o'clock tomorrow and it's uh, 22 bucks uh, plus tax. And that'll get you in and they're going to be bringing out food for us for the night. And of course we can still go downstairs, have some amazing beer because all the beer there is great. And, uh, you know, try to get to bed at an early time. For some of us last year, I won't mention any names. <laughs> I was one of them. Had a, had a little too much uh, adult beverages, shall we say. And we're a little rough in the morning for the photo shoot. But uh, we still did it. So that's that's tomorrow's plan. From there, I can let Chris or Richard take over what the plan is for Saturday. All right, next up. All right, I'll jump in. All right, um, on Saturday, uh, we are going to be starting registration at uh, noon, and we are going to be doing the photo shoot on site right there and then. We're not going off site this time. <laughs> uh, we're going to do a quick black flag shoot, uh, and then we're going to start registering everybody. Uh, right after the black flag shoot, we're going to get the games started, all the new games that we have going on. Um, we have bigger, badder games this time, more ways of torturing you guys. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and then, uh, we're going to get the beard comp going. It's going to be a lot shorter this time. Uh, we got just four categories, we're going to quick fire it and then, um, go back to playing some games. Uh, we're going to have a raffle again, quick fire this time, and we're going to have a wrap up ceremony. And after the ceremony, we're, we're welcome to stay. We're already at a brewery, so we're going to continue drinking away it'll be fun drinking for charity and every single sale from the brewery food and beer goes back to the charity too so the more oh, we wow. eat the more we drink the more we raise it's gonna be great hey you gotta love that all right yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome um yeah we did you, the i did notice like you said joey that the uh the event got it, at times it felt a little bit cramped uh last year but that was partly, I think, in, due to the fact that it was still open to the public too. Um, you know, while we were there, so it's kind of hard to to gauge that. But once people kind of took, I, I I could see that there were times when people came came there, hoping to you know come out and hang out, and then realized that we were there and then left. <laughs> it was too much for them or something. Yeah. But what are they going to do? You know, it's it, it's all for charity, and it was just a great time. But, uh, you know, we're always open to the public. Uh, one of the things that we had some comments on last year was, I mean, we, of course, don't want it to be strictly villains or strictly right. guys with beards at the event. Because at the end of the day, the more the merrier. So we yeah. did have some people who showed up at last year at, like, noon. We're like, hey, what's going on? We explained to them what's happening. And they're like, oh, like a facial hair competition? I'm in. <laughs> and uh, Best in Show was actually won by somebody that was just off the street last year. Yeah, I remember that. really cool. He had, was... he had a killer beard. Who? Killer beard. The guy that won. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He name. did. Yeah, that was – and that's – I t honestly, to me, I think that's one of the, the more, more fun things when you get somebody that's not a villain, especially if it's somebody that just happened to show up either as a guest or heard about the, the event. I've been to two or three where it's like, that person ended up winning either a category or a category and then best in show. And I mean, what a cool way to, you know, to, to bring somebody into the fold, at least to learn about what we do and uh, it's such a cool, such a cool thing, but all right. So um, let's, let's, let's do this. Now we've, we've scrolled through uh, the bare bones of Friday, Saturday. Um let's first of all first of all for anybody that's coming from uh the states we no longer have to do that stupid arrive canada app right i'm assuming <laughs> Correct. okay i've 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 heard a few people tell me that they got through through and it was no problem and they didn't have to do that i just wanted to verify uh because my dumb ass would be the one that gets stopped anyway so uh we'll see i just just like last year i think i was the only person that got completely searched and had their car searched and everything so i'm i'm gonna try a different border border crossing this year so let's let's hope for the best <laughs> yeah for sure but um okay so let's let's do this um give us a rundown of what is changing 
in the events for this year. Uh, whoever wants to take the ball and run with it as far as um, what's not coming back um, why and why you chose not to bring something back. Because I'm curious about that, if it was feedback, if it was just like a cost-effective thing for that specific event, or just it wasn't a fan fr- favorite of any kind. Um, what? Let's do that first. What? What is the? What are the things that are not coming back? Did you? You named two of them already. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So the, the hop spite wasn't going to. Sure. Yeah, hop spite and the hot sauce. They, they just. Uh, I mean, as challenging as they were, and they were extremely challenging to complete, but uh, yeah, just not well received. And uh, so we're taking those ones out. We're going to be bringing in some new event games to cover those. Uh, some of the ones that people may enjoy the most uh, we're looking at is a uh, jousting. Uh, I think that's going to be uh, that's a full inflatable that we have for that. And it's going to be uh, right on the gla- uh, grass area. So There'll be a challenge for that, another demerit, and uh, what else do we got coming in? Dunk so, Tank is coming, Battle Axe is yeah. coming. Yeah, we're, we're changing like the Battle Axe also. It's, going, it's no longer just sync five axes. We're bringing two targets. We're loading up right now, actually, and um, it's going to be uh, a two-verse, like one-on-one game. So you have to beat your opponent this time as opposed to just uh, sync five axes. Huh. Yeah. All right. So, so I actually I, I brought up our list here. So uh, yeah, I've got them. one of the other reasons for the hop spite and the and the hot sauce one not coming back is those ones were uh, they're one and done, right? So you do it once, you get it, and then that's it. So you get the badge, and it's we decided to do other ones. So I've actually got the list here. Uh, there's obviously the competitor patch. Uh, we got the uh, the hammer game from like a carnival. Uh, so you got to ring the bell on the on the strongman competition. Uh, Chris and I actually found these extremely sour candies, uh, and there's videos on the Instagram page where you can see myself and Tyler doing it. Yeah, and then one of my coworkers, she was the first one to do it because I didn't really want to do it, to be honest, <laughs> at first. So I let her try it. Uh, that one's going to be, that one's, I think, the only one and done one we have. Yeah. Uh, we also have, uh, I don't want to give away the names because they're fun. And Chris came up with them because he's, Chris is the name guy. Uh, but we have Cornhole. So, again, this is going to be, you got to beat your opponent. So, just because you're playing doesn't mean you're going to get the patch. Uh, we've actually got, uh, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Pickleback Shots. So it's a shot of whiskey chased with a jar, with a shot of pickle juice. Uh, I went to Costco and bought four big jars of pickles. So those are going to be fun to do. Uh, <laughs> our, our mystery patch is coming back. It is different, though. Last year was our mystery drink we had come up with. This year, we can't tell you what it is. We just There is one. Uh, as uh, Richard mentioned, we have our jousting so like the american gladiator style with like the giant thing again only if you knock your opponent off do you get the patch uh and then we've got the uh dunk tank coming back because that was a huge hit uh the axe throwing and then we've got our completionist patch so that is the 10 okay i didn't think we were going to tell people about sour balls (laughs) Well, you, 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 you had to kind of tell people about the sour balls because they've been on, on Instagram already. <laughs> yeah. They've already been showing the, the videos of those. Um, what, okay, so I've got many questions now. The, the ones that are designed specifically to not be a one and done where there's like a competition type of thing, is this like the jousting or the, the axe throwing? Do you just – are you setting up like a round robin thing or is it just somebody picking, an, picking their opponent – and saying I want to go against them. Uh, it's yeah, just it's kind a, of pick your opponent. Just don't go against Chris for axe throwing because you're going to lose. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that from last yeah, year. Yeah, you pick your opponent, you go up, two men go in, one man comes out. <laughs> Thunderdome. <laughs> and all you have to do is win that one, win one time against somebody else to get the patch. Yeah. The the biggest complaint was a lot of people, um, for example, the the axe throwing. People can't sink five axes in a, in a row, uh, so we you know it was a bit of a cash grab, and I get it. It's for charity, but uh, 
this year we decided to go a little bit easier and uh, make it a little bit more competitive. So you actually have to like beat someone. Um, there will be an additional prize if someone can beat me. So there's going to be additional uh, patches, not patches, but pins you can win for that. If somebody can beat you in the axe throwing. Yeah. I'll All be right. giving out pins. Okay. All right. Yeah, the, the axe throwing was, was interesting last year because I remember you telling – I went over there to look at it, and you were like, oh, yeah, you got you to do it five, five for five. And I was like, five for five? I mean, if you if you routinely do this, okay, I get it. But for somebody that's just now doing it for their first time, I, I couldn't imagine. And I said, well, I'll just do it one time. And I'll be damned if I didn't sink all five of them. <laughs> and I was like, hey, beginner's luck. I'll, I'll stop at that. But uh, – I could, you There's know, it's a few people that spend a lot of money on that one trying to get those five for five. But uh, yeah, so we, we're making it easier this year. Yeah, I remember watching several people like get to four, and it was like the fifth one, or they got three, and that fourth one didn't go. And it's, you know, but I'll, those are painful to watch, but also so much fun <laughs> for you. For you, <laughs> the yeah, it's so sad. But you know, I'll be damned if I get if I go to ax if I go axe throwing actually to a axe throwing event type thing, I'll I'll never put five in a row in the bullseye like that. Never, never, never have. I've been three or four times, but for me to pull it off there, I was just like, hey, maybe it's maybe there's some fancy axe that they're using there or something. I don't know what it was, but. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. And that's what I'm talking about. The The way you guys did the events, um, and it was so unique. And I, I'll, I'll tell you guys, I'll go into some more when I see you guys uh, this weekend. But there's, there's, you know, what, what do they say is the greatest form of flattery is uh, imitation. And there's some of that that's, that's going to be going on here in northern Indiana later in the year uh, in some ways. Uh, <laughs> I'll go, I'll tell you guys about that. A little later, uh, but yeah, it's um, it was such a such a cool thing to see. Um, so the the uh, bat, the axe throwing will be a one versus one. Um, how is that? How is that going to be scored? Just just out of curiosity, for everybody knows how, how they're what they're getting into. So I I'm a I used to work in an axe throwing arena, so I'm going to score it as per like the actual like professional games. A bullseye's worth five, red ring three, uh, blue ring one, outside the blue ring, big fat zero. And uh, I'll be watching you guys play. And uh, whoever wins, I, I'll be the judge of that and uh, award the patch to the winner. And is it like first out of five axes? It's just out of five axes, best, of, best highest points. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Now, yeah. how's the jousting working here? So the jousting is, uh, is going to be, you know, just a simple 1v1. And uh, I'll tell you what, even if I win, I will not turn down a challenge on, on that game. Just because, you know, everybody grew up in the 90s watching American Gladiators. Oh, yes. And they always said, I could do that. I could take on that guy. And I might be kind of shooting myself in the foot here, but I will not turn down a challenge. Even if I win, I will stay and I will let anybody challenge me there. So it, you're you're actually doing it American Gladiator style. Yeah, with the big like giant Q-tip things. And you're are you like you are, are, are you bounced on a platform or something? Man, yeah, we got the platform, and then there's an inflatable around you. So if you get knocked off, you're not injured. It's all very safe. Is there a, make sure safety is very. Is there a weight limit to that platform? <laughs> actually don't know that's a good question i mean some of us have put on the covid weight so hey there's gonna be there, there's i guarantee there's gonna be some big boys there uh probably probably might be a good thing to look at manufacturer's warranty on that one <laughs> for sure to see to see what it is because you may go uh one competitor gets up there and next thing you know it goes <laughs> so yeah it, it'll be good we'll have fun i mean luckily like just to circle back to the axe throwing we're, we're blessed that we have Chris, who used to work at an axe-throwing place here to help run that booth. Tyler, who actually competes weekly. And uh, we uh, we had to, to recruit some out-of-town talent to help us as well. So Mikey T from New Mexico, who also used to work at an axe-throwing place in New Mexico, is going to help us out and actually run the booth for us a little bit as well with Chris. Okay, so you brought in some ringers. That's what, that's what I'm hearing. You brought in some ringers. 
<laughs> okay, I see that. Um, <laughs> all right, man. So um, let us. I'm, I'm trying to do think back to the rundown of it. The new the new ones for this year are the the uh, jousting and the the sweet tarts or the the sour candy thing. Uh, yep. Cornhole. Cornhole. Is that going to be just a simple yeah. game of like it would be scored normally? Yep. One one yeah. versus one. One v one. Then we have the strong villain, which is the hammer with the bell. Uh, did you guys actually get? Bat. Did you guys actually get like a the the carnival type bell? Oh yeah. Okay, I gotta ask. Where do you find something like that? You just call somebody. <laughs> That was uh, that was actually Chris. Chris, it was I think the same place we rented our dunk tank from last year. So they had the uh, the strongman and the jousting for us. Wow! All right, man, that's pretty cool. I <laughs> that's gonna be awesome. All right, I'm super stoked. I may not participate in all these. Oh, that that does remind me though. There's been some talk. Um, People, in it, it's it's died down. I know, but initially, when the ticket packages went on sale, and the confusion about that, and whether or not if you didn't get one of the ticket, one of those packages that were predetermined or preset, um, is there anything that people are not going to be able to participate in if they did not grab a ticket package early? So uh, the ticket package was actually something that I had come up with to try and generate more funds. And then uh, I, I literally picked dollar amounts and just threw random numbers in uh, and amounts of things that you could get. And then Tyler actually went and did the math on everything to make sure stuff made sense. Um, so basically what we had done is the ticket packages, the reason they had closed down a week ago was there's a lot of, a lot of the ticket packages came with merch. Uh, so t-shirts, uh, hats, pins, patches, uh, we want to make sure that that stuff is ready at the event. Sure. So there will be uh, a will call when you get there and we have all this stuff already ready to go. Uh, that's another thing Chris and Tyler have been working on today is making sure all these packages are, are good to go for the people that bought them. Now, anything, all, a lot of the items in those packages were only available in those packages. Uh, for instance, the ultimate camper came with uh, a golden button or a golden pin. Nobody else is getting those. I came with certain shirts that nobody else is getting. Um, the only merch item that will be available on site will be our screen printed shirts, okay. which I'm wearing one from last year. And I think Richard's wearing his from last year, too. Uh, Tyler is uh, printing this, the shirts again on site. So only the black and white one on the website is going to be available for purchase at the event. Um, our general admission and our beer competition tickets are actually still up on the website. Those will probably come down tomorrow night, probably as we wind down for the night, just because they're still discounted. And then Saturday, only those two tickets will be available at the door. Okay. All right. So just, just maybe to kind of push everybody to take advantage of the next 24 hours then. Uh, for those prices, what's the um, what's the entrance fee uh, priced at right now? If you go online and do it, versus what it'll be at the door. Oh, you're putting me to the test. Uh, I, I have that. it because I'm the one that I help design this stuff, right? So <laughs> and price everything. So it's not that much of a difference. Um, and of course, it's not pulling up. Uh, Richard, do you have that? Uh, I actually have. So. I actually have I have access to the back end of the website, so I can actually get that a lot easier. Um, so our products, here we go. So our camper entry, which is the entry ticket, is fifteen dollars. That's going to be going up to twenty tomorrow. Okay. Or sorry, Saturday, and then the camp competitor is going from thirty-five to forty. So it's not that much of a of a savings now, but savings is savings. And you want to make sure that you can get that extra five bucks and go ahead and, you know, get an extra game ticket or extra raffle tickets. Yeah. And uh, I will I will tell you guys this right now. Our raffle this year, we have some really, 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 really big items. Huge. I hope people have been watching the story because we definitely dropped some names on there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I, I will say, um, yeah, it's pretty impressive uh, what you're going to have there. And I, I look, I look at uh, the success I had last year in what I wanted to get and what I actually got from the raffle. And um, I would hope that maybe I could get so lucky again this year. But um, so let's let me let me ask these questions here then. Uh, the the uh, camper uh, that's just entrance only and just to be a part of things and to to donate to donate the fifteen or twenty dollars uh, at the door to get in. Um, Correct. The the you called it a competitor. Or uh, what's what's what does that include? So that's going to be your entry. That includes your entry into the beard competition as well. And give me one second. I believe that does include your sash. Yes, okay. it does include your sash. So the sash is what Richard has behind him. Right. Uh, they are a little different this year, but that's where you can display all the badges as you win them. Okay. Or, you know, when you're done, do what Richard did and put them all on your sash, hang it up on your wall or whatever you'd like. Okay. Uh, now the so that does not include just so everybody knows that does not include any raffle tickets. No. And does not no raffle tickets, no game tickets. No game tickets. Okay. So both of those game tickets and raffle tickets will be able to be purchased individually at at will, whatever you need, on the date of the event. Yes. Correct. Okay. And do you know the prices offhand of what those will be? Uh, the game tickets are five dollars each. Uh, the raffle tickets, I don't have the prices offhand. They're somewhere in our giant mess of okay. chat where we talk about everything. Okay. Uh, they will be displayed at the door, though. Okay. Are you? Do you know if you're bringing back the whole uh, two people hug get for fifty dollars, get a wrapped around tickets thing? That one, I I believe is coming back. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Uh, yes. We do have. I think we have. 3,500 raffle tickets ready to go for people to buy because we had about 16, 1,700 left. And I went yesterday and I bought another roll of 2,000. So, okay. We've got lots. All right. So, count me in for about half of those. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, obviously, we seem to have lost Chris for the night because he's busy working, working, working. <laughs> Um, so make yeah. sure, make sure you do tell him, uh, when you get a chance, send him a message saying thanks for him, uh, taking some time out to join us. I know he's, he, he's, he's one of those perfectionist guys and he wants to make sure it's all, all set. He doesn't want to let, he doesn't want to let anybody down. So I know he's busy, busy working on that. Um, so let's see what other details can I think of that will, the, the beard comp you said, um, was you, you decided to change it up just a little bit and make it a little bit smaller from from last year correct that was uh that was due to some feedback we got last year that the beer competition just took up too much of the day okay it's very long uh i don't think there's anything wrong with a beer competition we love the beer comp obviously we're a beer club but uh it was you know people were playing games and it's like oh there's the beer competition on so our goal is to have the beard competition done in two hours. That if should that's be very happen, doable. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And then a lot of, you know, we had some issues because we would take breaks. That way people could go eat or drink or go play the games. And then we'd have to wrap people back up, which was difficult because we had the names of who was in, who was in the categories, but getting them actually in the venue was proved to be a little difficult. I do remember that was yeah. I do remember that being a problem last year. But uh, one of the, I mean, the breaks and then uh, where is everybody? So you know, somebody's left or whatever. But I will say this: one of the things that uh, I know myself and and several other people that I know that went last year, um, we commented on. It didn't seem to us anyway. It seemed like at times the beard comp drug drug along a little bit. But the one of the coolest parts about it, and this is something that I know that we are going to. Um, that we are going to take hold of and and also incorporate in the future of our events as well. But we liked the fact, and I, I really appreciated the fact that the beard comp wasn't like center of attention at the time. It when it was going on, it was one of those anybody who wants to be here wants to watch it can. Not everybody's going to be forced to. It's not like that's the you know on center stage where everybody's at. 
So even the people that really didn't want to watch it were forced to watch it. If they wanted to go out and do games, they could go out and do games. If they wanted to go somewhere else and, and talk and drink or something like that, they could still do that, and they're still part of the event. They just don't care about the beard comp part of it. And that was actually a really refreshing thing because so many of the, the bearded villain events that we go to, that's what it's focused around is the, the, the beard comp. And so it's usually in one room and the beard comp is center stage. And even the people that could care less about it, they're there for the charity part and to help donate, but they have to, they, they end up coming away sometimes not really super excited or super satisfied with the whole night because they had to sit through another beard competition. And that's what I thought was really cool about where the, how Bucko was strategized last year is that there, it was one of the smallest beard competitions um, I think that I've seen as far as people that were present to watch, you know, sitting out and watching the thing. Um, it was one of the smaller ones that I've been to, but you didn't get the feeling like nobody cared. It was, I just, it was a very unique experience and I really appreciated the way that you guys ran it last year that way. Because even though there were times where it felt like you said that it, that it drug on a little bit, it didn't ruin it um, because you still had everything else going on. So I thought that was very cool. Yeah, thank you. And uh, the one thing, speaking of things that dra that were dragging on last year, uh, our raffle was big last year. It's bigger this year. <laughs> and that took up a big chunk of the day. I think it was like about an hour, hour and a half of us pulling tickets. Yeah. So we are going to be pulling only our, I think it's our top three or top five big ticket items. Uh, I don't want to give any spoilers as to what those items are, uh, but I can tell you one of them is uh, there's a place in Toronto and you can actually go make your own apps and they've donated a, a class for us. So you can actually book an appointment, go make, and it's actually like real forging of an axe head. So that's one of our really cool auction items we have this year. You like make it from scratch, like the iron and everything. The steel. Everything's made from scratch. And uh, that is, to give you a reference, is why it's a big ticket item. A class, if you want to take it, is 400 Canadian dollars. Wow. Which is, let's say, about 350 USD. Yeah. Yeah. And at least 150 in real Monopoly money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a very cool thing. You know, it's funny. I, I was... I may even throw my name in for that one. I, I I was hesitant to do the, there were a few different ones that were there last year that were like experience or uh, items that were from something local or you'd got to do something local or something. And I steered clear of those obviously because I'm like, well, I'm going to come up to, back up to Canada to do something like that. Um, but that, oh yeah, that would definitely be like, hey, I'm going up to Canada to make an ax. <laughs> that would be badass, man. Very cool. Yeah, that one, that one. I know I'm going in for that for sure. Chris really wants it too. Oh, of course. Yes, we live in the city, but 400 bucks is a big, big ticket for us to go and spend that on ourselves. So, I mean, we're gonna, we want, you know, winning it's great too. Am I gonna spend 400 dollars on tickets for the games and raffle? Probably. I'm already in for the ultimate camper package, so I'm already about 150 bucks in. I'm, I'm probably gonna drop. And that's me, who's one of the organizers. I mean, I've been planning this the last six months. I want to do all the stuff that I've been planning. Yeah. Oh, of course mm -hmm. you do. Of course you do. Yeah. You've already said you're going to stand. You're going to stand there and try to be king of the mountain on the jousting thing, anyway. So it's uh, <laughs> very cool. I'm looking forward to one of my favorite parts about the those kind of those kind of games is it's very funny to not that we not that we like to laugh at people. But it is funny when you have the person that is really, really, really muscular and they think that they're just going to be able to push somebody off in a, you know, in a quick fell swoop only to find out that it's much more about balance and they fall off inside of like five seconds of something like that, not realizing how much balance comes into play. And it's not all about muscle. <laughs> For sure. For sure. I mean... Like I said, I, I probably shot myself in the foot saying that I'm accepting all challenges, but 
I said it, so I'm going to stick to it. Well, now keep in mind, as you accept a challenge, though, you have to pay five bucks each time to do that, right? That's fine. Okay. I'm good with that. All right. We'll just tell everybody to challenge you, and then everybody else will be. Everybody else will just pay one time, and you'll end up having to pay fifty times. <laughs> there, More money for charity. There goes yeah, and then then that's less money that you get to put into the to the uh, axe raffle. So, sorry. <laughs> we have a plan. We'll see. We have a plan. That, like I said, that is that's one of many really awesome prizes we have this year. Uh, so that was actually my main thing, uh, for this year was the raffle table. I probably sent out about 500 emails to, and that was a lot of that was like, Oh, you sent me an Instagram ad. I guess you have enough money to donate a raffle prize. And that's, it was like enough to sponsor on Instagram, enough to give us a raffle prize. And we, we sent out a lot of emails. It wasn't just me. I mean, we got a lot of help. Uh, Bear from Toronto, he got us a really, really secret item. It's one of our big items. Uh, Mars got us some really great stuff from Lakeshore. Uh, each chapter is donating a one-off item that's only going to be available at the event. Oh, cool. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be some big ticket items. It's going to be, uh, there's some also, like, great prizes uh, from different Canadian companies. We've got stuff from the States that have been donated. It's really stuff from all over. Okay, so let me ask you this. If some, if somebody that's coming uh, that may happen to listen to this in the next in the next uh, 18 hours or so, if somebody is coming and they have something that can – are you still accepting, like, last-minute donations to go to the raffle? Of course. I'm not going to say no. All right. <laughs> no, we, no, we, we already have we enough. <laughs> We did stop reaching out, us reaching out to people about three weeks ago, just because like, I actually, I have all the stuff delivered to my parents and there's like a big section of the bedroom there. Yeah. It's just packages. And my parents are like, you need to get rid of this. Let's just we, give me like another two weeks. We need our home back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I understand that. I understand that for sure. I, well, man, I'm excited. This is this is going to be a fun, a fun, fun weekend. And uh, I know that, like I said, it's always, it always is. Uh, it's interesting to see how a chapter or how a group of chapters, in your case, um, how it rises to the occasion once you've already set the bar so high. And with everything in place last year, not that I'm trying to put any more pressure on you, of course, but. <laughs> I mean, after setting the bar so high last year and it being such a fun, unique, and successful event, uh, it was one of those things where I know my my co-cap and I were, were as we after we came back from Canada, we're like, man, that was that was pretty amazing. I don't know what they're going to try and do for next year to better it, but man, and uh, sounds like you guys have found a way. So, <laughs> good luck next year. <laughs> Thank you very much. I don't know what we're going to do next year to top this, but. Hey, if everybody has, a, if you look around and everybody's having a good time, that's all you can ask for. Um, and it makes it, makes it memorable. All right. So we've, we've talked schedule. We've talked everything else. Um, what, do you have any other snippets, snippets? We've been, we've been, uh, it's about time for us to wrap up, but have you, do you got any, uh, any other kind of secrets or fun things that we haven't talked about that you wanted to impart knowledge on for everybody that's listening? Well, I think everybody should uh, really enjoy the new venue. It's a it's a pretty large facility, very open concept. Uh, we're going to be able to have um, more food available. I believe we're going to have a barbecue going on inside as well for uh, some outdoor food. Uh, pizza is being made inside, uh, and it should have a really excellent service available there for uh, everybody coming out for the day. All right, what's the weather going to be like? Uh, as it stands now, we're still in the clear. All right. We're looking good. We're looking good. Beautiful. It was good weather last year. I thought it was beautiful. So Yeah, it was it was really, really good last year. Our first year was like we had it in the middle of a heat wave. And it was yeah. it was it was rough. Well, hey. But good weather last year. Canada hasn't disappointed me yet. So, <laughs> except there were a lot of bugs last year at the flag shoot, I will say. <laughs> no bugs. 
no bugs. No bugs. No bugs this year. That's good. I won't, we won't get into that, that last year flagship thing. We won't, we won't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to this, man. Uh, this is this is one that uh, I'm really excited about simply because I didn't think I was going to be able to make it. And uh, several months ago when, when you guys announced the date, again, I said, uh, I went and said to my wife, hey, uh, that, the, you know, Bucko's back and it's this weekend. And he, she went, that's the same weekend as, you know, and she said it was something involving uh, my youngest son. And I said, well, crap. I got to be a good dad and I got to go to that thing. And then about four weeks ago, she came to me and she said, she got, she was reading a letter and she said, Oh, they, it's not that weekend. It's actually, you know, two weeks before. And I was like, you know what that means? <laughs> she, she said, that does not mean that you automatically get to go to Canada. <laughs> so I had to, I had to work on her for a couple of days, but I, I, I finally was lucky enough to get her to say yes. So, all right. I am going to let you guys go because I'm sure you guys have some final final prep preparatory actions to do, to take care of. Um, Block has already uh, told me in the comment section that I need to hurry up and get over there or get up there. Well, I won't be leaving till I won't be leaving till the morning. Block, sorry. Uh, let's see what else. I got a couple other comments in the in the comments section here. It looks like uh, Rababa, Mister Rababa, as I refer to him. Uh, from over in England. He says, Bucko is looking likely for me next year because we all know Canada need me in it. <laughs> so uh, always fun to see our international brothers traveling further internationally than just across a land border here like we do. Um, anytime those guys from England come over, um, the guys from all over the world, it's, it's fun to watch. So. Uh, Radar says, Radar's up there in Canada already. He says, hello from Canada. Yes, hello. Uh, Rubbing it in. All right, guys. Radar's here. Uh, Mikey T's literally in my living room. What? And uh, Block's here. Yeah, Mikey T's, he's here. He's like the next room over. I thought I smelled something. (laughs) He'll love that. (laughs) He'll love that. All right. Well, hey, guys, have a great night. Um, Thanks so much for taking some time out with me tonight. Uh, again, tell Chris I said said hey and thanks again. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys tomorrow evening. And uh, hey, we'll just have a blast this weekend, man. Good luck. It's uh, gonna be awesome. If anybody has any questions, I'll send them to you on IG or Line. And uh, just let's just let's just go have have a great weekend and raise some good money. Sounds great. We'll All see right. you tomorrow. All right, we'll see you tomorrow, guys. Take care. All right, see you. All right. Hey, <laughs> special thanks to Joey, Richard, and Chris hanging out with us, um, giving us some bucko, bucko news. That I'm telling you what, if, if you have any way at all, uh, if you've never been up to Canada to go to Beards for Bucko, they have made it into a act, an actual, it's not just a beard comp. It's not just, it's an event. It's truly an event weekend to go to. And I can't stress that enough uh, for anybody that's never been there. If you live in the States, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? Uh, You get in a car and go. Or if you're really far away, um, like Mike (laughs) Mike T, uh, who's up there already, get in a plane if you can. Uh, Hop in a ride with somebody else. Share it. Do car share. Whatever you can with a few brothers. But find your way up there. Uh, to Canada, Fort Erie area, Ontario, because they put on a very fun, fun event. And it doesn't, it's it's unlike anything else that you've been to. I've been to um, all the different events that we have here stateside. And I can say that it's the only event of its kind. It's the only event of its kind. And one of the one of the other side notes to that is it will make you if you are a chapter that hosts an event um, uh, on an annual basis, it will make you second guess what you're doing, but in a good way, because it'll make you it'll make you start searching for all the different ways that you can make an event better, ways that you can make an event more interactive, 
more fun for the people that are there. And hey, you know, if if that's what you can do uh, to make it truly an event, I know that we are taking some some cues uh, here in Northern Indiana from what we learned uh, at Bucko. Not copying, but we're taking some cues from a few different things. I know that over the last couple of years uh, of us hosting events here in Northern Indiana, I think we have learned. Um, and that's honestly, that's one of the best things about, and I, you, I harp on this all the time here on the podcast, about the, the nature of not going to you know support other events and how how bad that can feel how and how we should all be going to other chapters events as most as often as we can the most of the most of the events that we can go to and I know it's not travel is not possible for everyone but if you do have it in your if you do have the ability to and you're just kind of saying yeah I really don't know if I want to I mean I could but I'm not sure if I want to you're missing out you're missing out on so much and you you can learn so many things, good and bad, uh, from the way different chapters run things. And there's some things that certain chapters do at events that will only work at their their event, at that type of event that they're doing. Uh, there's things that I've seen that I wish we could do, but it just it wouldn't logistically work up here where we are. There's other things that I've picked, you know, little little nuanced pieces of different events that have gone on that I've attended. And I've said, you know what? We can learn from that. We could maybe do something like that. or And it makes your chapter, your event, that much better. And it's just part of that learning process where we can learn from each other. So I really want to encourage everybody to do that. Um, in the future, find a way to get up to Canada for Beards for Bucko. Like I said, it's just, it's it's unlike anything else you've been to. And there's not a, the entire event time period from the time you arrive to the time you leave, there's really not a time anywhere in there where you feel like you're bored. And that's, that's kind of, kind of uncommon. I hate to say, I mean, there's, there's time, there's downtimes at every one of the BV events where you're just kind of sitting there, but you don't feel that at Bucko. So I'm looking forward to go hang out with them again tomorrow, uh, this weekend. And, uh, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a blast. So, um, I don't have specifically a calendar of events popped off. I think I've, what I've done is this is episode 182. And so I'm aiming, boys and girls, uh, to finish my structural remap, uh, revamping or remapping of how we're going to do things here on the show after I changed things up probably about 15 episodes ago or whatever it was. Um, aiming for episode 185 to be the the episode where we get everything honed in on a schedule and we'll have you know blocks here of the of the show and we'll include some sponsors we'll have uh, just a very organized structured show we, we've kind of been haphazard and just kind of going about things the last several episodes but it's been a lot of fun I think for me uh, we haven't done any ad reads we haven't really done a calendar of events and we've done very little merch stuff lately um, but I will say that the Northern Indiana pre-sale on the baseball caps with the X Factor and villains on the back is ending next week. So you have four more days to get one of those if you want to pre-sale at bvnorthernindiana.org. <laughs> bvnorthernindiana.org. You can go and get one of those pre-sale hats or go to the BV Nor- the Bearded Villains Northern Indiana IG page so you can have a look-see and have the link and all that stuff. But, you know, like I said, I don't do much merch anymore right now, so <laughs> I'm sorry. I cracked myself up. So uh, and I'm probably the only one here live anyway right now looking at myself, so that's okay, too. Um, all right. So, hey, guys, it's an awesome Thursday night. We're going to have an awesome time this weekend. If you're going to have, if you're going to any other events, I know there's a Midwest meetup in Minnesota this weekend also. If you're going to Stillwater, Minnesota, go hang out with the Minnesota boys. Uh, who are doing a Midwest meet. Uh, But, hey, other than that, guys, have a very – I hope everybody's had a safe 4th of July weekend. Have a very safe upcoming weekend. And uh, just just do the villain stuff, guys. Do the villain stuff. So I'll leave you with that. And you know what that time is with this song playing. It's going to wrap up episode 182. Remember, as I always say to you guys – 
I want to challenge you to be the villain that the world needs you to be because the heart of a villain never stops beating. Most important words I say to you every week, guys, please remember them well. It's okay not to be okay. If you are hurting, please find a brother to talk to. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. Guys, hey, that's it. That'll be a wrap for 182. I'll see you back here next week for episode 183. Not sure what we're going to do, but it's going to be fun. (laughs) Until then, guys, take care. Stay safe. From the start to the finish, go hard and we winning. It's the heart of a villain. It's the heart of a villain. From the start to the finish, go hard and we winning. It's the heart of a villain. It's the heart.